0: So, we're back on shots from the Winchester. We have Aloyus McElwain, international painter. Yes, he paints everything around Philadelphia. It's good branding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got a very distinct artwork. You'll see some of that on, uh, on the show today. So, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the show so we can keep growing. All right, so let's jump into the conversation. I know you are um, in with Maker Mark. Maker's, oh, yeah, Maker's Mark. Mark. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we're going to do a shot of Maker's Mark. Yeah. So, let's get it in. Let's see. Uh, every time we start the show, we usually start with a shot. So. Yes, sir. Doo-doo.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. Wow. So good once it hits your lips. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's... Will Ferrell quotes.
0: <laughs> for the win. So let's start out... Okay, so you're an international painter. Yes, sir. You've been painting for how long?
1: Birth. <laughs> 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 no, since, uh, since I was uh, actually able to. I, I think I'm... Um, I started painting around probably the time I was like three years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, before that, it was, like, you know, crayons, scribbling. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so um, you do a lot of work around Philadelphia. Yes, I do. Yeah, and you do a lot of work internationally, too. And um, have mm-hmm. uh, I've seen you on your Instagram. You've done uh, a huge mural uh, mural down in Washington, D.C. recently.
1: Yes, I did. That yeah. was a 120-foot um, mural for Gallery 64 in the uh, Rubell Museum down there. That one kicked my butt. <laughs> yeah, that was a massive project. And, you know, a lot. especially a lot of times I'm freestyling. So, you know, especially when you're doing stuff off the top of your head, it's like mentally and physically draining. Yeah. But, you know, it's worth it at the end when you see the final product. Yeah,
0: it was really that's cool. That's awesome, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So what motivated you to start your business?
1: So. It, it was really a matter of not wanting to do anything else but art. Uh, I remember, you know, when I first got out of college and mom's like, you know, you have to get a job and you got to do this and do that. I'm like, I don't feel like doing any of this stuff. Uh, but, you know, I was I was working for the city of Philadelphia uh, for a minute. And, you know, the actual job itself was important. So I was... Um, Working at a job, making sure that women, minorities, and disabled weren't discriminated against in the workplace, mm-hmm. but it was just so mentally draining for me, just having to deal with, uh, you know, the discrimination and all that stuff. I was yeah. like, I- I'm just gonna take the leap and go full force into what I actually want to do, mm-hmm. which was uh, creating art. So um, then I just I went full steam into it and mm-hmm. got a couple lucky breaks. And <laughs> 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 yeah, that was really good. Speaking of lucky breaks, mm-hmm. you worked with the Eagles yeah it's mm-hmm. especially in the last i'd say two years i've done a lot of um things for the big brands i've done a netflix maker's mark miller light the eagles pepsi wow. um, apple tv paramount comcast NBC universal yes wow. it's, it's been it's been a busy Bro. busy yeah. couple of years wow i mean and the, these people are finding you because of your
0: ability to promote yourself online mm-hmm. and i notice you promote yourself constantly which mm-hmm. is something that's really smart especially on social media mm-hmm. tell me about that like what's that about like how how did you get some people look at social media and they yeah. have a hard time trying to figure
1: out how to how to break through like right. like
0: tell me some of that Well,
1: see the the interesting thing is that i feel like a lot of people we have like um more opportunity now as artists and some people in the past may have had because because of things like social media because yeah. you can be your own best marketer and that's mm-hmm. kind of what you have to be when you have a, a business and that's why um I've, I've had some success because i went to school for business actually mm. i was a biochem major and then i switched oh, over yeah. to uh business uh, later on but it's it's helped me to, to figure out how to market my product and it's like one of those things where you have to use social media to your your advantage and so what i wanted to do initially was Provides, like, I want it to be in your face with my art so frequently that when you think about art projects popping up, you'll be like, oh, I know who does art. Let me send this project <laughs> off to him. So, yeah, yeah, that was kind of the thought process behind doing it. And now it's, it's, come to fruition. Wow. Now like you, you type in Philly street art if you're a uh, business and I pop up pretty frequently on Google so that's how a lot of things come through now.
0: Yeah a good example of how social media can help you grow your business. Right. Um, so you also have a musical family. I do. Yeah tell me a little bit about that. I heard a little story about Rick James. Too. Yeah no, so it's, it's <laughs>
1: interesting because my um I'm, I'm the one weirdo in the family because I'm the <laughs> visual artist but my grandfather played jazz uh, saxophone with like a to Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. and Chubby wow. Checker and Della Reese and a bunch of people Whoa. my two uncles were in the bar case. and Because of that like uh, Rick James was like my Uncle godfather <laughs> figure and yeah. stuff like I didn't know that Rick wasn't my blood rel- relative So I was probably about 17 years old <laughs> when I was old enough to try to figure out where he was on the family tree Right, and then I asked him, and it's like oh, well, no, he's more like your, your play uncle your godfather or something like that and I was like, oh that makes more sense <laughs> but um yeah, I, we used to go visit him a couple times a year, especially when he played on the um, on the East Coast, like if he was yeah. in uh, DC or when he was coming to Philly or anything around the area, we would uh, usually come and see him. Uh, there was one time he actually, we were having a hard time getting in and Rick left the stage to go curse everybody else out and like, like get my family in here right now, <laughs> which was a really funny thing. He, yeah. he was a hilarious, the funny thing about it is like the, the Chappelle show stuff, mm-hmm. that was all true. <laughs> Like, yeah, he, he, told, to he it. told me the stories and stuff. He said the yeah. only part that wasn't true was the part where they whooped his legs, but that was probably true, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he, he had one of those, like, larger-than-life personalities, yeah. like, where, like, the whole thing with him going behind the bar, and, like, yeah. he was really like that. Wow. I remember, um, actually, right after the Chappelle show, aired, and me and my sister were just, you know, cracking up, getting get in the car, like, mm-hmm. asking a bunch of questions. <laughs> and so he was kind of describing uh, his thought process to uh, like as to why the stuff with Charlie was happening as we were going to um, a Chinese store uh, to get some Chinese food in the hood in DC in a stretch white limo at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. So, <laughs> so basically uh, like his, his whole thing with Charlie was like, he, he but the way he described it to me he was like, you ever had that friend that because he's quiet, you wanna mess with him? <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, I do have a friend like that. Yeah. He's quiet. And so I like I prod him because he's quiet. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I do have a friend like that. And that's, yeah. that's pretty much the whole, like, that's what it was. Like, that's Charlie he, was quiet so he would mess with him and right. try to get him to open up. Um, <laughs> that created a whole lot of
0: hilarity. That's wild. And then your dad and your mom, um, not your mom, sorry, your dad my and dad your sister. My dad my sister. Um, my, yeah,
1: my dad just... Mm-hmm. Um, joined the group Change, which was uh, Luther Vandross's uh, group. So he'll be doing some of Luther's songs. My sister um, has her first single on iTunes called All In. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's really super, super talented family.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: I mean, and you chose art. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the direction that you wanted to go with. Singing wasn't a thing, or, or do you Can, sing? Can you, you sing? Here's the funny thing: yeah. when I was uh, when I was younger, I think I was about seven or eight years old. My mom had me in a New Edition cover band, <laughs> and so I had to like wear my all white suit, and I was Ralph Trasman, <laughs> Oh my so god! So we, we did a couple of It really wasn't my thing, though. I, I like the I like the uh, you know the physical, like the drawing and the painting and stuff. That was more my speed. But yeah. I, I remember I was in the, the New Edition cover band when I was younger. <laughs> wow, that was the thing. <laughs> you have pictures of that. If I look hard enough, probably, yeah. <laughs> that would be, very, That'd be great to see that. like, for a while, too, oh, so yeah? it was very, yeah, it was <laughs> funny.
0: So let me ask you a little bit more, going back into your art. Mm. What motivates your art? What motivates your look? Because you have a specific look. Like, if you see your work. Yeah. Like, I drive, I was driving in, um... Where was I at? I was in Fair Fairhill, mm-hmm. and I was um, on my way up to Fairhill, and I saw your, your work mm-hmm. on the corner of a building. I was just like, that's lawyers. Mm-hmm. Every time I see your stuff, I just know it's you.
1: Well, you know, it's really interesting because um, with with me and art, art's something that I kind of have to do. Yeah. Like, if I don't do a certain amount of art and get, like, a certain amount of ideas out of my head, it's like a, I feel like a little bit of anxiety. So mm-hmm. it's when it comes down to art, it's something that I have to do in order to get ideas and energy out of my system like I have to make new things mm-hmm. but as far as the style is concerned you know it's it's one of those things you learn from uh, you know taking business courses and uh, about marketing like you have to find something that like separates you from everyone else, and like once you find that one thing, it's like your branding, and then like people start to recognize you for your brand. Mm. So that that was my thought, and uh, you know when you first start out, you test out a whole lot of different ideas, and I think I wound up coming back to something that I did naturally, just in my sketchbooks and stuff when I'm in in high school and such as doodling in my notebooks, I would just layer shapes. Yeah. So it went from um, kind of like that. Early version of it to me, kind of developing it into a visual language, mm. which now the shapes actually have meanings and stuff to them. Right. So you know when I'm when I'm creating um, these shapes, like I call them kudo glyphs. Uh, kudos is in you know positive affirmations and glyphs mm-hmm. and symbol forms. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just trying to put positive messages and stuff out there and hide little things like that in, in all of my work.
0: Yeah, I noticed you have a, a leaf form uh, yeah, shape. It means that, growth. That's oh, growth. Mm-hmm. Cool. I've seen that in the the, the Eagles painting that you mm-hmm. did. I saw that in uh, a few other uh, arts art pieces that you've also that's done. That's one of
1: my favorites. I do that one a lot. That's, yeah. that's one of the ones that kind of signifies like what I stand for, just like growth as a human mm-hmm. and also in like whatever you're doing.
0: I love that you have a message behind the work that you do, too, mm-hmm. because that's also very informative um, in Philadelphia and uh, and abroad, too. Mm-hmm. Um, to segue, um, I know you have some interesting stories mm-hmm. about your international paint jobs. Yeah.
1: Well, I've I've painted in a lot of different places. I have uh, six murals in uh, Paris. I've did one in Shoreditch in London with Renderwriter. I um, did uh, Costa Rica, Casablanca, Punta Cana, Wow, um, Tulum, a uh, bunch of bunch of other places that I, I'm, you know, blanking on right now. Yeah. But the, the interesting one is uh, it was in Tokyo because. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, I, I'm going out there to visit my cousin who actually was like on one of the uh, military bases mm-hmm. um, out there. And so we're, we're staying with him and he had a friend who was like an art school teacher. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I contacted her probably like three, four weeks before I headed to Tokyo. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, coming out, just looking to paint some murals somewhere. Um, where are some places where I can paint some murals? Mm-hmm. So she was like, I got you covered, I'll find you some spots. <laughs> so, um, you know, the whole time, like I go down thinking that I, I have like a, a spot and stuff. And so um, she tells me about the one spot, but it was like, I would have had to stand kind of like in the middle of the street, like while traffic was coming. Oh, wow! And I thought it was like super dangerous mm-hmm. um, to, to do that because there was, there was no sidewalk. I literally would have been in the middle of the street painting. Mm-hmm. Well, not in the middle of the street, but like the, the wall is on like a ro- like a road like a highway thing yeah there's no cones i don't have like one of those jackets on right. that would like signify like hey someone's standing here <laughs> that you could possibly hit and kill <laughs> yeah. so i was like no that's that seems a little dangerous uh is there anything else so she was like okay uh well i think you should be able to paint you sh- keyword you should be able <laughs> to paint here <laughs> yeah. right and i was like okay cool so she takes me to the spot it's like a like a bridge and stuff it's not a lot of people around there. I was like, "Oh, okay." I paint bridges under bridges in Philly all the time. It's really yeah. not a big deal. Um, and then <laughs> leaves me there. Yeah. So uh, then, because this is like just Tokyo's uh, culture, like one of the homeless guys came by and told the police <laughs> on me that I was painting on the bridge, <laughs> and so they come and they they take me to the station. I was detained for uh, six hours there. Wow. And, and the, here's the the craziest thing about everything. Mm. Um, the police, the police officers, it wasn't a big deal to them because yeah. you know, like you're not dealing with anybody uh, who did like a, like a hard crime, like stealing or shooting. Or anything. like the, right. I, was, I was painting a woman on the wall. Yeah. Most of them thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I'm, I'm in there, uh, and the lead detective comes in out of because he was one of the only ones who spoke fluent English. Yeah. Out of all places, he had spent some time in Allentown. Mm, oh, so that was a good connection. <laughs> of all places
0: just just by luck allentown of all places and too. so
1: he, he we were there for a while and you know we were going through the whole process because he was like the problem is we have to contact the uh, the person who's uh on the property and see like what they say and stuff he was mm-hmm. like is there a way to get the, the paint stuff yeah. off the wall and all and yeah so i was just answering yeah. he was like he asked me why i did it i was like i was just trying to um leave my gift to tokyo before i left which is literally mm-hmm. what i was doing i just right. wanted to leave like a, a little um like a cultural thing cuz yeah. i was i was painting a um japanese uh, beautiful japanese woman with like flowers and stuff all around her mm-hmm. so i was just trying to do something dope before i yeah. left um yeah and so you know it took a while to get everything situated but uh the good thing about it was that the the guy uh was wallet painted on he came in he didn't speak a lot of english but he said mm-hmm. nice art <laughs> 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 nice and uh so uh the the detective came in and he was like uh so i have good news and bad news he was like uh um, the good news is that, you know, we're letting you go right now. Mm. Um, you don't have any, like, points on your passport or anything. Like, everything's yeah. all good. Mm. Bad news is you're going to have to pay uh, 60,000 yen. And I was like, 60,000? That's uh, 600 bucks, right? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to show it out. <laughs> I was like, I was like are, are we good? And he was like, yeah, let me go laminate it so you have a really expensive souvenir. <laughs> so after, after, I, um, after I, I paid for everything and they gave me the souvenir, I literally was posing with the Tokyo detective. It was like this you know like with my with my fine and stuff so like inside the tokyo jail there's literally pictures of me with the detectives like holding up my my fine from doing street art where i wasn't supposed to apparently that's awesome yeah oh wow yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) looking back it's funny like it's it's scary when it's happening and i wasn't Mm. even scared for me but like i was like i know my parents are freaking out yeah because I, i knew that it wasn't something that was so serious that um I was going to be, like, if I was in there, I was going to be there for a while. I think, you know, they said, like, tops. If I had to, to be in the jail, I would have been there for, like, three days. Yeah. But th- it would have sucked, though, because it was around um, Christmas. Oh, so I might have had yeah. a hard time getting back home before home. Christmas. Absolutely. Which, which would have stunk. But <laughs> yeah. Everything worked out well. I have, like, some kind of like plot armor like <laughs> so, yeah oh man yeah, everything, everything worked out now i have a funny story and a yeah. uh, laminated fine from doing street art in <laughs> tokyo So my street cred went up yeah and the funny thing is my cousins made me a t-shirt like when i got back home for christmas it said free aloys oh. see <laughs> <2019, laughs> free aloys on the back of it. i still rock it it's funny oh, that's hilarious yeah. i love that yeah so what's Good the story. what's the
0: future for you
1: Oh, I have so many things that I want to do. Like one of the plans is to paint at least one mural on every continent and mm-hmm. in all 50 states in the uh, U.S. territories wow. as well. That's ambitious. I have. Yeah. <laughs> so I have right now I have four continents down and mm. 22 states down. Nice. So making making some headway there and then um, just getting my merchandising books. Mm-hmm clothing um just like all cups umbrellas like everything I just because you know especially yeah when i start getting into my like uh 60s or 70s stuff i'm not going to be climbing up ladders you <laughs> know escalating lift uh you know 50 feet up in the air doing these things so yeah. i want to have um merchandising so my, my brand is still out there and i still have like you know revenue and income coming in yeah um and uh that kind of thing but uh hopefully this this is uh this is a uh, bucket list goals yeah i want to do something for marvel before Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, that's yeah. very high up. Because that, that mm-hmm. basically taught me, comic books taught me how to draw. Right. So that that's very
0: high up on my list. That's another thing I wanted to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Your, your influence in art, mm-hmm. you said, comes
1: from cartoons, comic books. My first uh, introduction to art really was through comic books, because um, my mom and my uncle were uh, comic book collectors, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they would... Especially because you know comic books have a lot of color and there's a lot of so they yeah. they knew that I would enjoy it because i i'm very like kinetic energy kind of person like yeah. i you know that's how I always was so they mm. they um put comics in front of me, and so my first um intro into doing art was me copying comic book characters mm. um and that's how I learned uh techniques and how to how to draw like i'm i'm self taught like I taught myself mm. from Redrawing comic books and, and doing that kind of thing, so wow. that that was that was the uh, the genesis of it. And then, as I got older, you know, you start learning about the uh, the masters. I mm-hmm. uh, became a big uh, Van Gogh fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you start learning about some of the more uh, contemporary artists, the uh, the Basquiat's and, and and the Keith Herrings and, and the people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got, especially in the '90s, I got really into um, graffiti and street art, which really kind of propelled me until like when I'm. Uh, doing right now because it's it's a mixture of all those things. It's like comic book style, um, some uh, contemporary art style mixed in, and mm-hmm. graffiti and street art, like all that in one. Of that's mm-hmm. like how I would describe my style. So nice. they all had a bit of an influence. And your artwork, um, you
0: go from acrylics, but majority of what you're doing is. Uh spray paint
1: yeah so if i if I'm doing a wall mm. more than likely it's going to be spray paint yeah it's especially for larger surfaces mm. just quicker to move yeah. with spray paint it's it's one of those things where it's hard it's not easy to learn how to do, mm. but once you understand how it works, it's yeah. so quick, you know mm. yeah. a lot of these like ten foot by ten foot or twelve by twelve foot murals that I'm doing even when they're people, I'm knocking out in three and a half four hours wow yeah um so if I'm doing it on on walls, it's usually um spray paint but if i'm doing on canvas it's acrylic mm,
0: wow man mm-hmm. that's awesome
1: thank you so much for being on the show yeah, today yeah.
0: especially like that i i have been wanting to get you on the show for a minute mm-hmm. because uh uh you've got such an interesting story you got great energy you know philly loves you you know and uh, official
1: uh emperor of philadelphia that's what it says on my twitter at least uh, i should maybe i should get that verified now get the blue right. check like yeah, emperor of philadelphia I pay eight dollars to get that verified <laughs> That would be awesome, man. Uh, I'll holler at Elon about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? K- uh, catch up to that. Yeah.
0: Um, where can people find you on social media?
1: Uh, they can find me um, at Cultures Clothing on, um, on Instagram. I have a lot of, speaking of, a lot of new uh, stuff coming out from the clothing line soon. Oh, nice. Um, on uh, TikTok, it's uh, at Facebook dot um, Facebook.com backslash Aloys McElwain art for my uh, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, then my website, com. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so much for being on the oh, show. Oh, absolutely. yeah, pleasure, definitely. We'll, we, we'll get you back on when you get something, when you, uh, yeah. you have one of those big events. Because you did mention um, you have something going on. If we can mention this John Legend. Mm-hmm. Something that's happening. Yeah, so that's yeah. something that's coming down the pipe as well. So. Yeah, yeah. We
1: we'll have a lot of really cool stuff uh, coming down the pipe. Doing a uh, mural, a uh, John Legend mural with uh, Mural Arts. Um mm-hmm. That's one of the really cool things I have coming up, doing some yeah. stuff with uh, Bungie brand down at Art Basel. Art Basel's coming in a um, couple of weeks, so I'm doing some fun nice. stuff there. Yeah, a lot, of co- a lot of cool stuff coming. Two magazine covers coming out for Bella Magazine within the wow. next couple weeks. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff.
0: Dude, keep it going, man. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Check you out
1: later.